You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards, live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. As always, if you miss any of the live show today, you can always go back, check out the podcast. Just search Clay Edwards Show, wherever you download podcasts, stream music, watch videos, listen to audiobooks, and more. I am all up in your timeline, even when you don't want me to be. I'm easy to find. If you want to find me on social media, speaking of which, everything is at SaveJXN. At Save JXN from Facebook to TikTok to Instagram to Twitter or X. At some point, we're going to pick one of those. We're either going to call it Twitter or X. I keep saying I'm just going to call it X, and I still call it Twitter, but old habits die hard. Old habits die hard. So you can always engage with me there throughout the show, throughout the week, 24 hours a day. The Guns and Gear text line if you guys want to chime in. 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. I'm sure it will be a buzzing today when we start off with our question of the day. Um, Let's see here. Let's just jump straight in. What's the... B- What's the biggest race hoax of all time? What's the biggest racism hoax of all time? Because let's just be honest. We know that there's a little racism left out there. It's, it mainly is all coming from the left, of course. Well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of racism coming from the left. But as far as what they consider traditional racism, you know, white on black, it's it's so little out there nowadays that they have to manufacture it when they need attention. And we've got several stories here. And what really got me fired up on this topic was this poor little five-year-old kid at the, at the Kansas City Chiefs game in Las Vegas the other day. Deadspin, I didn't even know Deadspin was still a thing. Deadspin decided to politicize a five-year-old kid in a Indian headdress with black face paint on one side and red on the other, which would clearly tell you that's not blackface. And even if it was, it's a five-year-old kid. If that triggers you, you have bigger problems than anything you're ever going to hear on this radio show. I'm going to repeat that. Even if it was, even if his whole face was dipped in black paint, if that offends you, you have deeper problems than anything you'll ever hear on this radio show. Period. And until you decide to go after cuck late night comedians like Jimmy Kimmel, like Canadian transgender prime minister Justin Trudeau. Sarah Silverman, wannabe comedian, who have all worn blackface. Howard Stern. Funny, as I name off these names, all these people have one thing in common. They're Democrats. It's funny 
when 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 you never point the gun of cancel culture at Democrats. I don't even know what this kid's this this five year old child. I don't even know what his parents' politics are. He obviously is not old enough to have to have politics. And if he does, shame on his parents is child abuse. But here's the story. Uh, I'm, I'm on OutKick because I just couldn't bear to actually click on Deadspin and then make a penny of Google ad money off me. But the headline reads, the NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and native headdress. No, it doesn't. I'm sure they will. With their in racisms in the end zone of everything. And their constant reminder that they're the racist. You know, you can't tell me that you need to end racisms when it's the people on the field who are typically the most racist bunch in the world. <laughs> I just have a hard time with that one. I have a hard time with that one. But here, here's the story. And I'm, again, I'm reading this from the outkick point of, point of perspective, and they're very in line with me. This is not me being sarcastic as I go here. This is their writing style. Social media users and sports writers say they're outraged over a little kid at the Kansas City Chiefs game wearing an Indian headdress and black face paint. Dan Leberitard shared a tweet saying a kid contradicted the NFL's vow to end racisms by attending the game. Other users have called for the child to be banned from future matchups. A dollar store Jamel Hill named Kiran Jay Phillips at Deadspin demanded the NFL act and act swiftly. Phillips did not respond to an outkick request for comment. We will update the story if he does. Phillips is a uh, black journalist with Deadspin that's always looking for race crimes. Says the consensus among the outraged crowd is that the boy committed double racisms by culturally appropriating the black and Native American communities, and that he's a vile racist for doing that. But here's some facts. The kid is not wearing blackface. The Deadspin article is purposely deceiving. As several fans in attendance noted, and other pictures floating around on the internet have proven, half the kid's face was painted black, half the kid's face was painted red. Says says, uh, fans have used double face paint during games to support their teams since the inception of the sport. It happens at every stadium in support of every team. Cowboys fans paint theirs blue and silver. Vikings fans paint theirs purple and gold. Jets fans green and white. Saints fans put garbage bags on their heads. Is that what it said? I just figured I'd throw that in there. Yet because the Chiefs' secondary color is more ambiguous, yellow, Fans understandably default to stock colors such as such as black and white. Perhaps the child wearing a black shirt under his red jersey played a role in selecting the black face paint. It doesn't really matter why he did. Let's just to be 100% honest with you. It's black face paint. You know what we should do? Since there's no there, there's no excuse to ever have any black face paint on, I mean, I guess even at Halloween, if you got a little splatter of black face paint on with your other face paint, or if Kiss is on stage with their black and silver face paint, they're still somehow racially appropriating. It's like, no, you can't have any. You're trying to be mixed. I mean, what what, what are we doing here? Ban black face paint and let's stop the madness. Ban it. 
I don't want to see no more Bible verses on people's cheeks, no more crosses like Will Rogers had, I, like Tim Tebow. Uh, it's just, it's all racisms. It's all racisms. Ban black face paint. Make the madness stop. So we got a five-year-old Chiefs fan. They're trying to make apologize. <laughs> Let me see. I, I want to continue reading this. It ain't long. It says, perhaps the, uh, the second headdresses are synonymous with, well, Chiefs. And apparently someone on Twitter ruled that donning a headdress as a white person is inexcusable because this is not a consensus belief. A Virginia Commonwealth University study explained in 2017 that while there is some dispute over the meaning of wearing a headdress, most of the people wearing headdresses think it's an homage to Native people. Isn't that's a compliment? Things that's paying respects to them. Let's see here. There is also the common sense element to the photo. No one in their right mind could seriously argue the kid's intent was malice. Anyone arguing otherwise is perhaps pandering or probably has a headdress in their closet that they wear that they wore a few Halloweens ago. The little Chiefs fan is not a racist, nor his parents. He's an innocent five year old boy who was thrilled to attend an NFL game on Thanksgiving weekend. Yet he is now the target of a culture war. His face is plastered across the internet and websites are calling for the NFL to condemn him. Deadspin and Damn Lebertard Lebertard use their reach, albeit limited, to smear a civilian who is under the age of ten. Not a single person was traumatized because this kid painted his face half black and half red and wore Indian headwear. Well, I could argue that the Deadspin the Deadspin uh, writer clearly did. And you you know there's some wokesters out there that it triggered. It absolutely triggered. I, and I'm trying to figure out why the it, it, is the is the black author of this story who's crying about blackface. Is he is he mad because the kid is also doing Indian and he feels like it's a, an oppression Olympics thing going on here? It's like uh, somebody else is getting some of my oppression. I'm mad at them too. You have to add an S to everything, too, by the way. Some of my oppressions. Anyway, in, the, in ending, it says, however, the kid in question might end up traumatized by public figures deceptively, deceptively framing him as a two-time racist. He's only got one more strike to go. He's only got one more strike to go. So I got to thinking, like, what are some of the what are some of the biggest race hoaxes of all time? I, and I could think of a few off the top of my head, and I'm trying to think about local ones too. Of course, there's Juicy Smoulet. I mean, that's the most famous one, right? Juicy Smoulet. And uh, having paying two, a black guy, paying two black guys to beat him up in Chicago. Throw a noose around him, pour bleach on him, throw a MAGA hat on him and say, this is MAGA country. MAGA country. <laughs> I mean, that would be like some people doing that to me in Jackson. Or doing that to, doing that to Chakway in Jackson. I could see Chakway. Chakway pulling some nonsense like that. This is Tate Reeves country. <laughs> uh, make Jackson red cheeky again. Then, oh, what are some of the other ones here? 
And I, I'm seeing y'all's texts come in on the Guns and Gear text line. I promise I'm going to get to them. I promise I'm going to get to them. So, of course, there's the uh, our old buddy Fred. I can't remember his last name, but he's the guy who freaked out here locally about some Halloween decorations in Florence. Thought they uh, thought the black body bags were black people hanging. Uh, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Let's see here. Oh, let's not forget the black church in Greenville, Mississippi. This is back in twenty uh, November of 2016. Y'all may or may not remember this, but somebody burned a black church and spray-painted Vote Trump on it. Well, 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 come to find out about a month later, uh, it was intentionally, fire was intentionally set, and it was not by a Trump supporter. Here's a brief little synopsis from the Washington Post, which you know it pained them to write this. I should have found the Jackson Free Press version of this story, but it says, when a historic black church in Greenville, Mississippi, first burned last month, many, including the city's mayor, speculated that it was intentionally lit and the fire was a hate crime. It was particularly tense time in America, just weeks before the bitterly divisive 2016 presidential election came to a close. Then candidate, now president-elect, Donald Trump campaigned on building a wall at the U.S.-Mexico border and banning Muslims from the United States, or at the very least, aggressively vetting Muslims seeking entry into the country. A prominent newspaper of the Ku Klux Klan offered a de facto endorsement of Trump as he secured the support of the KKK's Grand Wizard, David Duke. Now, David Duke supported Hillary Clinton, right? I mean, if I remember all that right, anyway, it's a moot point. Golly, boy, they squeezed a bunch of Democrat buzzwords into one paragraph there, didn't they? Let's fast forward a little bit. All of this led to a church community leaders believe that when they found the words vote Trump spray painted on the outside of the church of the charred 111-year-old Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church that the fire was a political act. The animus of the election cycle animus of the election cycle combined with the potential racial history of burning black churches as a political symbol made the event something we must not ignore a gofundme page created at the time said but the wednesday arrest of a man with a criminal record 45 year old andrew mcclinton a black guy quickly dispelled those assumptions mcclinton mcclinton church and law enforcement officials told the ap is an african-american member of of the burn church, according to authorities, the blaze was not motivated by the presidential race. Oh, man. See, this is why I have a hard time taking these claims of racism real. Let's not forget Bubba Smule, Bubba Wallace, and the Talladega, ho- the Talladega noose hoax. Let's not forget that one. They they sent the FBI down here to investigate a a a, a, a garage door rope. They sent the FBI down here for that. Furthermore, while I don't have any respect for the FBI, my goodness, let's take a break. I ran over. We'll come back. We're gonna jump right back into this. I want to read your text. If you got any calls, if I'm forgetting a hate hoax. Please enlighten me. And, and and if you're listening this morning, you're just uh, appalled that we would go back down memory lane here. This is why we fight like we fight on this show. This is why I've made this type of stuff my heel to die on. Because I want to remind people that we sit back and we get accused of all this racism. 
We get accused of all this stuff, and a solid nine, a solid ninety percent of it's fake, a solid ninety percent. And when it is real, we're 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 on the front lines of fighting against that too. When few other platforms will, we call them both out. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. Guys, you're riding around this morning. You're kind of hungry. Just talking about breakfast makes me hungry. But uh, did you know that Burgers, Blues, Barbecue offers breakfast at their Madison and Flowood locations? Don't miss out on that. I just so happened to have the breakfast menu Pulled up here, you got some uh, great options such as the B3 Sunrise Wraps, the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuits, Chicken and Waffles, Hash Brown Bowls, Grits Bowls, B3 Breakfast Buffet Style. That may be for the actual catering there, but they got breakfast too. So check out the breakfast. I'm sure they have some of those great items available at their breakfast. But hey, here's the big thing, man. Holiday parties, whether it's office, home, or whatever, they got you covered. From five to 5,000 people, they have a large selection of catering menu items available. It's way more than just burgers, way more than just wraps. I said, I've had the opportunity to eat some of their catering at, at events and stuff over the last few years. Phenomenal. They can, of course, do hamburgers, and they're great. I've, I've had them uh, backstage at the amphitheater. Phenomenal. I've had them at the uh, restaurant as well. But uh, anyway, long story short, they got you covered. For all your catering needs, again, no no order too big, no order too small. Check out check them out online, burgersblues.com. And look, they've got a awesome patio space, covered, heated, cooled, the whole nine yards out there at their downtown Brandon location. And uh, don't forget, we're going to have the Clay Edwards Show Christmas party there on Wednesday, December 20th. It's going to start around 6 p.m. Just as you get off work, just come on down. We're going to have the festivities going. I'm working out the details now, but if nothing else, man, we're going to sit around, we're going to hang out, we're going to have a good time. I don't know if we're going to go all in on the entertainment again this year because I like to be able to hear and ch- and talk and, and mingle and all that. So we may just do that, enjoy some food, break bread, have some drinks, and uh, be grateful for the season that is, the season of giving. So Burgers, Blues, Barbecue for all your breakfast needs at the Madison and Flowood locations. And all your uh, event catering needs, period. And of course, don't forget they have the two food trucks available also. Burgersblues.com. Burgersblues.com. All right, let's uh, jump into some of your text messages on the Guns and Gear text line. You guys have been on fire this morning. We needed a good OG start to the show today. And uh, that I was telling somebody last night i said man i think i was telling sean i said there hadn't been anything really crazy going on i was like we've been such a we've turned into such a reactionary show that when there's nothing crazy going on i feel like i ain't got nothing to talk about so i just had to dig into some of my og uh show prep type stuff and stumbled into a good one i think let's see here unknown texture says the greatest race hoax ever was convincing black americans that the very party 
that enslaved them, created the Klan, invoked Jim Crow laws, fought against integration, fought against civil rights, placed Japanese people in encampments, fought against minority rights to vote, and much, much more, or the party against racism. That may be the greatest text we've ever gotten on this show, and it's damn sure the most factual. Kudos to you, unknown texter. Reagan, the Duke lacrosse player, Tawana Brawley, and the three black girls on the bus, the fuss over Trump's North Carolina speech. Hell yeah. Um, Blake says, didn't they try to blame the Jackson water crisis on racism? Yeah. De- I, didn't, I didn't include, and you're welcome to, I didn't include passing the buck as race hoaxes, but um, absolutely, we can go that route too. Unknown texture. The SLPC, ADL, ACLU, etc. These groups, these groups work at creating racism. What makes it worse? The federal government gives them money to do it. There's no shame. Dagwood says, Al Sharpton's Tawana Brawley hoax. That's the uh, that's the Duke lacrosse one, right? Yeah, I, you know, I'd have thought about that one. There's another sports one too. The let's see here. I may have backed out of it. Remember the BYU? Was it BYU, the volleyball hoax, where they claimed the fans were yelling were yelling uh, racial slurs at some black volleyball players from another school? They found that to be a hoax, too. And, and, and that goes back to the problem with this stuff, is when you have, when you have real race problems, race issues, when you have non-hoaxes, People just, people are a little more numb by it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's a race, is a a, a hate crime to you guys. So when you actually have a real one, people people just don't care as much. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. Like, it it takes a little while. Like, like now, when I hear about something, I don't come straight to the radio show or jump straight online and scream to the top of my lungs about racism. It It was a hate crime. I really let the evidence unfold. That's why we didn't talk about the the goon squad stuff for as long as we didn't. I'm just going to be 100% honest. I did not lean on the side of it being racism until after it ha- until after all the evidence came out. I just didn't. So, that's just my opinion on that. Let's read some more of your uh, more of your text here on the guns and your text line. By the way, phone number if you want to text into the show. Is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Lightning says the black NASCAR driver about the news. Yeah, Bubba Bubba Smoulet. <laughs> I mean, they made whole documentaries about that thing, and it was and it came out that it was just a knot on a rope on a door. There was a pull rope that had been there for years, mind you. Man, NASCAR was determined to make Bubba Wallace a civil rights icon during during COVID, during post-George Floyd. They were determined to. They they were at a race. It was either Talladega or Daytona. I I may have my timeline a little off here. But the only people allowed in the stands at the track, I, I, I th- it had to have been Talladega, where it, it, 
where the race hoax happened. But in the midst of all that, they brought in about 20 black folks from Atlanta and put them in the stands with all their Black Lives Matter garb on and Bubba Wallace signs. And they were the only people allowed in the racetrack during COVID for this event. I, I just specifically remember that. that I, It was either, I think it was Talladega. It may have been the next week at Atlanta or somewhere in there, but I, I know I remember that just thinking to myself, but, 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 but COVID, but, 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 but racism, only letting one group in because of their color to support somebody of the same color. That's racism. That is a, that is racisms. Let's, uh, let's read some more of your text here. Unknown texter. I feel like we should offer an ancestry test to everyone and give you a free ticket back to the motherland that may be, let's see how much you like their homeland. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into all that. I get it. I mean, I don't mind people having ancestral pride. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never done one of those 23 and me, one of those ancestry things. I have no interest in it. I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> I'm from America. I don't, I don't, that's where I was born. I don't care about Anything else prior to that just does not interest me. I mean, I guess it would be kind of cool to know, but they ain't getting my DNA to do it. Not getting my DNA. Unknown texture. BLM is the biggest racism hoax. I feel bad for all the people who, who've given money to that organization. I don't. I don't. If you, pay, if you gave money to BLM, gotcha, sucker. Gotcha. I don't know how anybody thought that thought that was a worthy cause to donate to. It's like, t- tell me you're a racist without telling me you're a racist if you donated to BLM. Tell me you're a racist without telling me you're a racist. Show me on your tax filings where you donate, donated to BLM. I know all I need to know about you. I don't know what, I mean, from the Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot, to the I can't breathe hoax, to all of it. frying pigs in a blanket or whatever it was when they were marching talking about fry cops like bacon or pigs in a blanket or something along those lines Amber says a local photographer was murdered online by taking of a by taking pictures of a baby with a headdress people were coming out of the woodwork from all over the world bashing her oh, she was uh, murdered online I got you not like murdered yeah, I remember when that happened. Uh, I, I know that photographer. Let's see. Woodrow says everyone needs to wear two-color face paint to every game. Fixed. Yeah. Unknown texture. Any type of disagreement, get fired, because don't hire, etc. They must be racist. You know, here's my thing. Uh, Jamie chimes in said barbie bassett being fired from the news as a race hoax (laughs) absolutely absolutely i I, I talked about this the other day the whole grandmammy thing that offending people we all in the south have a silly name for our grandmothers like the second southern women become a mom they're already planning on what their grandmama name 
is going to be. I ain't giving you Graham Amy. And I'm not giving you the fashizzle stuff. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into The Realest Show on the Radio, your daily dose of reality radio here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment brought to you by my, well, it's not my, brought to you by Pure Air Consultants. Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi, and they want to offer you a rare gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, or high utility bills, specialties at Pure Air Consultants include heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator, installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. Financing is available. Contact them today at mypureairconsultants.com, mypureairconsultants.com, Ream, a new degree of comfort. I give that a 9.5 out of 10 read right there. I did a I did a great job on that read. I do believe so myself. <laughs> All right, let's see here, man. Look, coming up in hour 2. Um coming up in hour 2. Uh one of the dumbest things I've ever read. I'm going to read to y'all. According to the Wall Street or the, the stories on the Wall Street Journal says, uh, to shrink the learning gap, this district offers classes separated by race. In an attempt to set the civil rights movement back 100 years, they are now segregating schools again. We're going to get to that in an hour or two, because I think it can take us the whole hour. And if we have time, we're going to get into Benny Boom Boom Thompson, your favorite senator and mine. He is a... Uh, a congressman, I mean. <laughs> Your favorite congressman of mine, Benny Boom Boom Thompson. He had regular Americans, just like me and you, added to the terrorist watch list just for flying into Washington, D.C., in or around or even after January 6th. Even if you were nowhere near the Capitol grounds, didn't matter what you were in town for, innocent Americans got added to the terrorist watch list. Thanks to Benny Boom Boom Thompson. So we, we may get into that too. Uh, if you want to read that story yourself, it's on the Gateway Pundit. It's at the top of the page. At least it was last night. Thegatewaypundit.com. All right. Let's see here. We're talking about hate hoaxes. Let's see. All right. Let's read a few more of your texts here, real quick. You guys are bringing the, the heat. On the text messages today. So I'm going to take advantage of y'all doing a little show prep for me. I can dig it. The Barbie Bassett thing. Man, Jamie, that, that one. That was tearing the, tearing the scab off there, bro. That one that one should have never happened. But, you know, she's better for it. She's better for it. <clears throat> you know, I'll tell you another hate hoax. Now, it did somebody did die. But I'll fall on this sword, too. George Floyd was not a was not a racially motivated crime. 
I don't even think it was a crime at all, but just for the sake of accepting the fact that the guy got found guilty and he's, you know, now him being stabbed in prison, that's a hate crime. That is an, absolutely a hate crime. <clears throat> but of course, nobody will, nobody will call it that. We will. That's a hate crime. Charge whoever stabbed Derek Chauvin in prison with a hate crime. But I digress. George Floyd is not dead because he is black or because Derek Chauvin was white and he decided he was going to kill a black guy that day. Now, that's how that got painted, and that's why America burned to the ground in the summer of 2020 because that fit a nice, cozy narrative for the Democrats to try to to try to win, <clears throat> steal an election. So they had no problem uh, taking advantage of that situation, manipulating that, extorting money and sympathy from people. But that wasn't a hate crime. That was a hate hoax. It was actually wrapped around, a, for the sake of argument, a crime. Using counterfeit money. Reagan says the outrage over the Michael Brown's death in Ferguson, Missouri, was a big hoax. We can disagree on George Floyd's death, but Brown's was completely justified, and his parents got rich off of it. Yeah, me and Reagan can disagree on George Floyd, but we do agree on Michael Brown. Hands up, don't shoot. One of the biggest hoaxes ever. Let's see here. Uh, Unknown Text replied in about my my, uh, pigs frying a blanket thing. The quote was, Pigs in a pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. That's what Black Lives Matter would march through cities, screaming. Stephen says, "The black for a living folks act tough until you throw a few words at them." You know, I saw something this morning. The Walt Kelly that I've interviewed on the show a couple times put a TikTok up, and. it's the 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 it's got like a 90-year-old white man in it who shouldn't be driving out on the roads I, and the other guy black guy had they were in a T-bone situation but nobody had hit anybody if that makes sense <clears throat> and the black guy who sounds just like the guy and I'm almost positive that's who it is sounds just like the guy allegedly that made the video Scared of the Halloween decorations in Florence. Almost positive it's him. I just recognize the voice. He's done goaded this old 90-something-year-old white man into calling him the N-word a few times. Now, that's disgusting. You shouldn't do that. But also, from the other guy's perspective, why beg for him to do it? Why you got your camera out? You're just begging for him to do it. Do it. Call me. Say what you really want to say. And he says, you're not even a real racist. And he's like, he he drops a couple of N-bombs. You know, the guy probably feels threatened for his life. Again, I ain't justifying what he did. You don't need to do that. But we also, I think we all understand that there's people from a different generation. There's still some old folks from a different generation. They just talk different. They do. I mean, they came up one way. We came up another. You know, I ain't co-signing on that at all. But when you goad somebody into it, you beg them to do it, and they do it, don't get mad that they did it. I mean, that's like me going to a bar, begging somebody to punch me. Punch me in the face, punk. Punch me in the face. You won't do it. You won't do it. And then when they do it, I get mad I got punched in the face. 
I've seen that happen, as I'm sure most all of you have over the years. <clears throat> may have happened to me before. I, I can't confirm or deny. Don't get mad when somebody gives you what you asked for. Ridiculous. Y'all can go see that TikTok. Just go Walt Kelly on TikTok, and it's up there. Tony chimes in on the Guns of Your text line and says, Victim mentality. Well, I said, when there's not enough oppression and hate to go around, you got to manufacture it. You know, if it's gotten so bad trying to find hate in the world that we're now stalking down 90-year-old men and begging them to use the N-word for internet for internet attention, there ain't, a, there ain't, there ain't enough going, there ain't enough, we, we have solved racism. This is what I'm trying to say. If you're having to go goad 90-year-old men, beg them to say the N-word to you, racism has been solved, at least from the white towards black perspective. Yeah, somebody just texted in and asked me, have I watched have I watched the fall of Minneapolis on YouTube? I was on the treadmill last night and I started it and I said, Man, this is two hours long, hour and forty minutes, something like that. I said, I'm gonna have to get back to this. Cause I had something else I wanted to watch last night. But it is it is on the watch list for tonight. It is. And I'll tell you what, I'm not a Candace Owens fan per se. It's just something about her. She's like a grifter to me. I'm not a Ben Shapiro fan either. <laughs> I don't really like, the only person I like at the Daily Wire is Matt Walsh. But Candace Owens did a great documentary on the Daily Wire about the the greatest hoax, the greatest lie ever told, talking about Black Lives Matter, George Floyd and all that. If you're going to pick a side on the George Floyd thing, you need to watch this and uh, look at some facts that were laid out and you might think about it differently. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Have we broke some rules this morning? I feel like we got to have these conversations. I, I really do. Because I think people that may tune into this show, especially let's just say, you know, our, our, our black friends in Jackson, they, they may watch news on a whole different platform, and they're never told that these things are hoaxes. And why do we talk about things the way we do? So I think we're having good. What uh, I had a, one of my black buddies tell me one time, DJ in Jackson, I won't mention his name. He's on one of the big rap stations. He said, Clay, you know, we just got to we gotta start having some tough conversations about race. Some tough conversations. Now, I don't know if this is exactly what he meant, but um, I feel like we do. I feel like we have tough conversations about it. Sometimes we hurt some people's feelings. Sometimes we get ours hurt. But in, in, until you put these things out on the table and you have a conversation about them, I don't think you're going to make any progress. And, uh, the, the, to me, this is real progressivism, progressivism, whatever the word I'm looking for is, progressivism, is actually getting out there and having these talks. And you try to have it with a dash of humor. Because, I mean, sometimes you got to laugh through the pain, right? And laugh through the insanity. That's why I enjoy watching old Salty Cracker so much. He finds a way to make it entertaining. I like that. I figure y'all will like that. You tune in every morning. I sure hope you like it. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to dive into some very, very interesting stuff. This is The Clay Edwards Show.